Welcome to the Extra Lap RC Podcast. My name's Aidan, and as always, I'm joined by my good friends, Joey and Martin. How you doing, Joey? I'm all right, mate. How are you? I'm great. And Martin, are you having a great day? I'm awesome. And remember, October the 22nd is a very, very special day. Why? It's Roger Mills' birthday. Oh, yeah. Roger loves a good steam train. That's all I know. I was yes. Oh, I uh, I heard I heard um, Roger spend some time in a bush over the weekend. Yes, bless him. Bless him. Perfect. Right. Okay. Well, one of you can tell us who we've got on today. Go on, Martin. You can have the privilege today. Today we have Little Craddock. Can you guess which one though? Jerry? Well, uh, who is it? Well, considering we've already had Tiana on, I can only take one guess and say it's Taro. There you go. Hi Taro, are you there? I'm I'm loud and clear, I'm here. <laughs> Hi mate, how are you doing? I'm good, G. I'm great, mate. Um, do you know these two? Uh, yeah, I've known him like a long way back. I uh, used to um, know Martin from Maritime and, and Joey from a long way back. Like, he, he used to know me ever since I was eight or something. So, <laughs> oh, that, re- that reminds me of that picture Martin showed us today of Joey at Oswald Street when you were, looked about 10. <laughs> no, I don't think that was Oswald Street. I think that was like Worcester. It was Worcester. It was Worcester. Yeah, three, fours, and fives. Oh, wow, that was a long time ago. 2005. Well, my dad was actually... you were still dead. fat. All right, That's, harsh. That's a bit harsh. <laughs> no, I know. Let's straight, out, let's straight out of the gate, you're just fat. Yeah, I, I, we've, got a, we've got a proper guest on here today, guys, and now you're taking the mic. I like to call, I like to call it festively plump. Yeah, difficult all, to get all year round, all year round. Yeah. Anyway, Taro, mate, um, you've recently got back from the states uh, on like a little holiday, and you did. You went to the RCGP. What What was that for? When did you feel yeah. feel like you wanted to go to RCGP? Um, to be honest, the RCGP was a whole entire coincidence. Um, we were going to go out there for two weeks anyway because of um. The if people are in the know, it's called it was called the ski trip, and pretty much my sister, she went on um she went on a ski trip, and then I was like, oh dad, can I go on a ski trip too? And and he didn't really do it, so he was like, oh one day we can go to America or something, and then he eventually said this year, yeah, we'll go, we'll go for your twenty first, and now me and Tiana are equal. <laughs> so. so, so how long have you been behind Tiana in ski trips? Uh, since about 2011, 2012. So it's a long time coming. Nice, you really work for it. Um, so ha- he's, he's you- bided his time a little bit on that one. I would have pulled that shit out a long time ago. <laughs> Cashed in on that. <laughs> well, good things come to those who wait. I think that's the saying. So, so how long were you over there for? I was over there from about... Let me just check my calendar. Probably for about uh, Friday the 4th of October till the 14th. 
and I flew overnight and landed on uh, last Tuesday, a week today. Well, we're recording. Okay, so did you? Um, what you RCGP was definitely sort of then fitted into that time frame. Um, <laughs> did, did you get any racing done before the actual RCGP event? Yeah, I um, I tested a couple. I tested a, a few tracks, mainly uh, Rev and Wild West, just for a day or so. And also, I raced at OCRC. I went there for two days in a row, so, just to I do one day you. club nights. <laughs> and um, that's, a, that's a long way to go for just a club night. Yeah, I know. That's what it was. That's what it was saying during the commentary. I was trying to hold in my laughter. It was like maritime again, which is pretty cool. So. Uh, when you go to OCRC and they see um, Mick Craddock walk in first, and they think, "Wow, who's 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 Mick brought to OCRC today?" The und- the non-existent sibling to most people. <laughs> yeah. I think that's what, I mean, that's what Liam Morrell said. He was like, "Oh, that many people don't realise he exists." <laughs> <laughs> Wow! <laughs> I'm not as active on social media as my sister, but to be wow. fair, your sister's gone quite quiet and dark recently as well. Yeah, everyone keeps asking me whether she's retired or not. No, well, she's has, has, has she retired? She's probably in Italy. No, um, she's working a full-time job now, so probably hasn't got enough time for the RC post at the moment. Doesn't she for work sure. for like Enterprise Cars or something like that now? Yeah, she yeah she works for Enterprise. Um, she does all the returns and stuff. Like I don't, I I don't really know. You don't listen to your sister, does. do you? Not really. She was asking me yesterday how to put a mini into reverse. <laughs> so <laughs> she's getting on well. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear! How do you put a mini into reverse, Tara? Just for uh, um, pretty. Pretty much, it's like breaking the shift gate. You have to put it right over to the left, and you have to f- literally force it. <laughs> nice. Well, there we go. <laughs> and she, did, we... she didn't realise it. She was trying to find like the gate, that, the thing that you pull up to put it into it. But no, you have to force it through. And and as BM as uh, minis are made by BMW, do they come with indicators? Um, my to be honest, I do get how people don't use their indicators in a BMW because I literally have a fight with mine all the time on my commute to university. It's like <laughs> it's like it's either one way or the other when you're trying to cancel it. Well, there we go. BMW drivers, <laughs> I, 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 don't, I don't think I've ever had one, and, and I'm a, a big user of my indicators. Um, <laughs> so, well, I don't know. Let's talk about RC. So how did you get on OCRC? Um, to be honest, um, well, you, well, I had to learn like sort of how they do it, like how they prepare the tyres. It's a lot different to what they do in the UK where you have to trim down the stuff and all that. We literally had to one point get a Makita drill, a um, like a microfiber cloth, spray the sauce onto it and then literally grind it into the tyre. And that literally gave you a load of grip. It's a lot, and I like the people that complain in the UK of sh- preparing the Schumacher tires. I don't feel sorry for you at all. You should try and prepare some of those tires because that is like eff- that is literally a craftsman's effort. And so was this the the pit at OCRC just a lovely smell of additive and burnt rubber? To be 
honest, not really. Um, you is actually quite um, it's quite clinical for an RC track, I'd say. Like especially with like the the rain shower that comes down after like every I think it's like five minutes or so. Oh, to keep but, the track damp. Yeah. Yeah, to keep the track damp, it it works really well. But when it does it does bother you a little bit when you're practicing and it comes on halfway through your run when you've like just got a rhythm because in well compared to the UK, it isn't just punch it on the Astro and try not to grip or you literally have to have so much rhythm. It took me probably like in a run probably about like five laps to actually get a good lap in. Oh God, I'd stand no chance. So yeah, regarding results as you were probably asking for uh, i think they did a two-leg final so um in the first leg i came third that was very surprising and the second one i came about fifth and it was about um i think it was about eight cars and expert buggy which apparently what well, i mean how many it, uh, yeah how many were there on the club night probably about 30 40 people but obviously, Americans, they like to dilate all the classes. So everything's got like 10 people in. <laughs> so it doesn't look that much. <laughs> but Right. Okay. Um, so I think every time I see pictures of OCRC, because of all that, the really races and big races that we see over here from, on the internet and on YouTube, it, it just seems like to be like a magical place. Um, was it like that when you walked in? Or have you? Yeah. I don't know. Have you been there before? Um, I've yeah. I've never. Technically, I've never been to the states before. I went there for the two thousand Worlds when I was a baby, but I obviously I was two and I can't really remember that. So um, when I walked in, it 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 had like more of a community feel. Like sort of sorry to relate back to maritime, but it felt sort of like that. Like there was people sort of like like what what differs in America compared to England, loads of people come up and talk to you, which is, which is highly unusual here. But in America, they all, well, mainly to make fun of my transmitter, but. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they do get freaked out by a stick radio. I remember um, Barry Baker was there and he said, he, he called me chopsticks for <laughs> the duration. Wow. He, was, he was like, you can't drive with chopsticks. And <laughs> Every time, oh, the fabulous <laughs> Barry Baker. Yeah, he was there for like a day to practice. I couldn't race against him, unfortunately. But oh well, another day. Uh, and did you smoke them all with your mod? Um, not really. <laughs> I'm not that good of a driver. It's my first ever time on clay on dirt. Um, dirt with a temp car, especially a two-wheel drive. That's like a baptism of fire. So, <laughs> yeah. But I actually felt pretty good. <laughs> okay. So, you, you did a bit of one-tenth. It was nice to go to OCRC. So, what kind of running did you do before the RCGP with your Nitro? So, my um, I went, I popped up and visited the JBRL, which was literally my first day. I literally woke up at five o'clock in the morning. I was watching Dr. Phil until about eight o'clock in the <laughs> until about eight o'clock because I was so jet lagged. But we went and um, we went to uh, JBRL, and um, yeah, it was considering this is like a club series, it was like Ryan Mayfield, Adam Drake. It was quite, it was quite packed for a like a club series if you it was like a sort of california's srs or something like that 
And um, uh, yeah, so the next day we went to a track called Wild West. I feel it was like a, it's a recently opened track and it was like this old rodeo. And do you know where you'd get on like a ball and see how long you last on there? It was like one of those, one of those places, but it'd been repurposed into a remote control car track. So they made the, um, so it was a pretty short track. I, it was about like 20 something second laps, but the track surprisingly flowed really well considering it was such a new club. And the funny thing is that on the rostrum, there was like a, they have like this horse with American flag painted onto it. It was like a proper, it was like a proper, it properly felt like the Wild West. It wasn't like in name. It felt like I was in a Western set, which is quite funny. <laughs> So, to, so uh, as soon as you say that to me, I'm sitting there thinking of like the, sort of the ring that you see them do. Yeah. It was literally that. It had the bleachers, everything. Mate, that sounds awesome. <laughs> wow, I'll, we'll, we'll have to dig some photos of what was it called again? A uh, Wild West Raceway, I think it was called. Yeah, yeah we'll, we'll dig some pictures of them out and put them on the post. That sounds and they, brilliant. And what's, what's also funny is that opposite where we were pitting they have a bar there as well <laughs> so you got so you got all like the retired folk come up and have like a drink you see them outside and, they, and it's in like the middle of nowhere and you wouldn't expect so many people to come up to this like bar which is really fun which is just it was just really funny especially uh, thought... what i was going to say is of course you're 21 now so you can drink in america Drinking the old flavored water. <laughs> that was. <laughs> I kept saying it was funny actually because we um we went to the bar on the Saturday on Saturday night and um the got um and we tried some of that um we tried some of that white claw which is which is apparently the stuff of legend among young people. So we tried we tried like this white claw stuff and it literally tasted like water with the tint of like it's like drinking out of a flower vase like a rose water kind of thing so we gave it, so we gave it to one of our american friend and um and he went to the toilet and we went um and he came and i said to this guy that we that we got to know in the bar i went i bet you because he's american and the alcohol's quite oh. weak Oh, you I went, bet. I bet you to an American. <laughs> I, I went, I bet, I went, I, I bet you we absolutely love it because we thought that we take, it tastes like, um, tastes like play with water. And he just, shit. and we went, there you go. <laughs> yeah, shit. And we gave it to him and we gave it to him. He goes, oh, that's, oh, that's pretty good. <laughs> so. It was much funnier if he was in person. I, as you can tell, probably in this podcast, I'm really bad at telling stories. So, you know, if you're listening, just bear with me. No, it's fine, mate. I, I, I've seen all the pictures. It, it's like that weekend was sponsored by White Claw. I, <laughs> yeah. No, I'm just thinking, are they just, I'm, all, gonna, all I can do is list off Alco Pops from when I was a kid. And I'm assuming it's some sort of, you know, beautiful thing that just gets you drunk. But I think a lot of RC guys are sitting there going, I wonder if you can get that on Amazon. Can we order some no, white claw? I've been trying to find it in the UK, but no one sells it. It's the it's like the weirdest thing. Like considering it's such a quotation mark craze, I couldn't find it anywhere in the UK. Um I I jokingly said when I went to Car Show America, I went, I think you should get the um well distribution rights for white claw, you you'd make an absolute fortune. <laughs> 
<laughs> and they were, yes, that's it. That's what you need. Available well, at mod- available at model shops. You can, you can buy it from someone called Red Red Bubble. You can buy a pack of ten. Really? Quid. I might have to do that. Oh no, sorry. A White Claw Life Variety Pack, ten sixty four. I might have to. I might have to do that, Martin. I think you should get down on that. Hang on, are we just solicit, soliciting alcoholism on this podcast now? Yes. And um, and um, well, I mean, in RC racing, we don't drink alcohol, so. <laughs> especially, not not, especially not on race weekends with the young people. Oh no, God no! Otherwise, we'll have to get the breathalyzer out. Oh, oh yeah, you, you've yeah. got a breathalyzer in one eight, haven't you? I've, ne- I've never seen it come out. I think I'm pretty sure it's like a placebo, <laughs> placebo kind of. But I've never seen someone get breathalyzed. Yeah, but the one eight section has got one, hasn't it? Uh, well, apparently so. Never seen it. <laughs> so, um, I, I don't. Seen... I, I know that there, there was obviously an incident a few years ago for them to to invest in one, but is it really that bad? We're we're not we're not um we're we're not addicted to alcohol in one eight, Joey. <laughs> I think to be honest, we're much RC racing. We're a lot more. Like, people are a lot more clinical now. Like, they won't go drinking the night before or anything like that. We're no fun, really, anymore. <laughs> so, well, since, like, the contrast was in America. It's like, everyone was getting all the beers out. It's, even at RCGP. <laughs> Not the RCGP, yeah, but like, the RC2 lot. <laughs> well, I've um, I've listened to a couple of podcasts. We had a guy, Toby Hampson, who was there at RC on the RC2 class um, um, in the same thing as you and he yeah. said yeah it was very relaxed and everyone had a great time so how, how did you have you followed RCGP on YouTube beforehand and so therefore had a good idea what was going on or did you know nothing about it to be honest I didn't really know much about it like I never watched like the the live streams and the shows and stuff mm-hmm. but um I, um, but I knew sort of what it was about, and um, I might we just thought might as well give it a try, see what it's like. Um, I mean, we were going to go Thunder Alley anyway, no matter what if this is if RCGP was on or not. So it's track time. Okay, so for for our stuff, it, it seems quite similar to how like a UK similar, especially the RC two bit, to like how a a UK one eighth national or one tenth national would be run, so we'd probably be quite familiar to yourself. Yeah, um, I think the I think it was, to be honest, like the format was confusing a little bit. I think um, as like oh, I'm probably going to get sued here or something now, <laughs> but um, but it was like a bit confusing in terms of like the qualifying race at the end of qualifying. It was sort of like. Um, it was sort of, it was sort of like. Um, sorry, I've I've lost myself here. That's but okay. It was sort of like it wasn't, it wasn't really communicated properly. If you go, what I mean, like it, like the schedule to go up once a day, like once a day and stuff. But it was just like, oh, is it going on? Is it not going on? So, <laughs> right, okay. I think someone did say it's like to show you did some. I think there was some practice. 
and there was some qualifying, and then you did a seeding race from the gate to get your yeah. position in the final. And that's what a lot of people have said. That sort of seeding race from the gate start sort of confused a few people because it just didn't seem to fit. But I don't know whether they just had a bit extra time. Yeah, I, I thought um, the gate start, it sort of sounds good on paper, but like the way that they sort of executed it wasn't very good where it was just like the two, it was like the two rows. So sometimes I in my qualifier race, actually, I was on the back row and the guy, purely human error, you know, we're all human, we make mistakes. The guy let it down a second later. And so basically the top four were away with a three second advantage by the by the end of the first lap. <laughs> so so oh, wow. in, it it needed um it it probably needs some work, but is it uh, is it something that you you would have um like to have liked to see it at home? No, to be honest. <laughs> so you're saying you're saying a semi final of a national, you won't want to see a gate start rocked out. I mean, it a semi final is scrappy as it is. I think introducing a gate start will just make will just make refereeing much worse. Yeah, well, refereeing is not exactly easy. Full stop. Anyway. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Um. That's that's like a whole different debate. <laughs> so, but I don't think it'll make refereeing that much easier if you've got like 15, 16 cars hurtling towards the first quarter, bit, barely not touching. So, Taro, how did you actually get on? How did you your qualifying and your, your racing go at the RCGP? Yeah, um, to be honest, it was surprising. You know, I surprised the old man, which is always a, it's a rare but very good thing. So, all all in all, it sounded like a good weekend. I think it was if you exclude the LCQ. I think I was first of the people that didn't make the final. So, um, so yeah, all in all, it was it was actually a surprisingly good weekend. To be honest considering I'd never been on that continent before, never been to that track before, and I've never run Pro-Line tyres, which were the control tyres. So, Okay, so with control tyres, could you have as many as you wanted? Were you, did they seem to work okay? Um, to, be, to be honest, they worked okay. We set the car, we went to Revelation the day before, and we set up the car around the AKP1s, which are our equivalent, and they had a really similar tread pattern. So... We could set it. We set it up around them tires, and they surprisingly. I'm going to sound like an F1 technician here, but they correlated very good. <laughs> and I only made like one setup change for the whole weekend, which was, which is crazy. How many? How many times did you hear someone say the word character when they described the track? <laughs> um, on the was, it, was it Joe Bornhorst level of character? Le- mentions or was it sort of yeah um from I a scale of zero zero to john joe bornhorst how how much how much was it used maybe like half a joe bornhorst half a joe born there we go what like as in the track's got a lot of character and yeah <laughs> uh, yeah take, take a shot every time that's been said that's a pretty they good love, drinking they game. love that expression yeah, <laughs> they, lo- they, they love the expression from zero to Joe Bornhorst. 
I've just patterned that one, so don't be uh, stealing that. Copyright and all that jazz. I'm stealing zero to Joe Bornhorst, and I'm also stealing correlated. So I think it should be like a regular oh. thing with you. It should be zero to Joe Bornhorst for every tenth national track that has character. That should be a little <laughs> rating system. And did the level of Joe Bornhorst increase through the weekend, or did it sort of stay quite level? Um, it's. I think it intensified on the Sunday because the track decided because the track was only just then starting to break up. So I heard a lot of character. <laughs> so it went to... Wow. So, yeah, it piped up on the last day. It was like a climatic. And did you feel like you you did well? Did you get did you get into any trouble? Did you... Was driving standards pretty good? And... Yeah, driving standards. Driving standards are pretty good. I heard loads of stop go. I heard a few stop goes being handed out. So rules were being enforced with America. With American racing, you've got to race a little bit differently in one eighth. Like rather in the UK, where they're quite sport, where they're quite sportsman, like they like to keep a space from you. Americans like to get their elbows out. They like a bit of contact, and it took Arch- a little bit. A bit of argy bargy. Yeah. Uh, it took a bit. Um, it took a bit of getting used to, but then you have to sort of adjust their lines because they'll literally max Verstappen you. They'll just come up on the in. They'll come up on the inside. If you, they see an inch of a gap, they'll just go for it. But I don't mean to. It's just their way of racing. So did you do get straighten a few people out early doors? Made sure they knew who Taro Craddock was. No, I think I was being. I think I was being used as a beanbag at the beginning, and by the end, I think I grew grew some balls, if you will. <laughs> Especially in the LCQ, when I just <laughs> because the LCQ with every single LCQ, it's just an absolute scrap fest. It's like a drunken fight outside a pub at two a.m. So <laughs> if that's if that's a good way to put it. Um, so, so did, did you throw any big digs? Um, I think uh, the T, uh, TQ man Ryan Pavidis cut out in the in the semi final, so he had to start last in the LCQ. I got a dig in his gearbox and the step up, so <laughs> that's probably the only dig that I really gave in the LCQ until I decided to um, get stuck on the pipe on the straight and get marshaled on the wrong side, and that oh. literally ended that ended my any chance of me getting a main final. Right. Of course, you so, know you know Mark Pavy just quite well, don't you, from the AKA days? Oh, uh, uh, yeah, he came over the first ever one at Hearts, and that's probably like the only time I met him, to be honest. Was it? But my okay. dad, my dad, my dad knows him pretty well, so yeah, yeah. Um, I think he was away on that weekend, but his son was there by himself, right? I presume with the Associated Boys. So yeah, it was yeah, yeah. pretty. It was a pretty packed RC two from the sort of the perspective of myself. <laughs> from my own perspective, it was pretty packed. Like you had, you ha- you even had a world champion there, Greg Degani. You had Richard Saxton, who was quite good. I mean, he still is. He made the main final. He did better than me. And you had um, you've ha- you got all like the rising stars. So it was actually quite a good. Is actually quite a good RCGP round in terms of the RC2. Yeah, yeah, they said it was 
quite full up of um, different nationalities and drivers. And there was there was actually a couple of surprises which I liked. Um, the young kid in the JQ really surprised me. He was quite good, especially in apparently in the junior final because I went home by then. But apparently yeah. in the junior final there was a gate there was the gate start and he actually stopped and then just went around all the other cars and he managed to get he managed to get a podium. So um, I applaud him for that. That was quite intelligent intelligent driving. Bit of kudos there. Yeah. So you've you've enjoyed your RCGP. You enjoyed your holiday. You got loads of racing in. Um, how's your how's your year been? So because you do do one eight nationals, don't you? Yeah, yeah. Um, my year has been it's been an improvement compared to last year. I couldn't really with the uh, TKI four. I couldn't really bond with it, if you will. Like sometimes you get cars that you really gel with. Sometimes you can't doesn't mean that it's a bad car but it's just like a car that i just couldn't really get along with and um and with the mp10 uh, i improved in my i improved in my results got back to where i was in sort of 2017 but I, it felt a bit frustrating because i knew that i could do a lot more better because i was just making silly little mistakes or um i, I was just making silly little mistakes or even getting of getting taken out or something like that. It was just like silly little things that went, oh, I could have made a few main finals or something like that. It's like always a what if kind of thing. And, that's and did you beat and did you beat your sister? Uh yeah. She always got me in Blackpool though. She really surprised me that weekend. I think you you came up to it, didn't you? <laughs> yeah, I did, yes. Yeah. <laughs> it was actually a really it was actually one of the funnest races I had all year. It was um yeah, she really surprised me in that because she, because she was going up all the way out there. She was moaning, "Oh, it's not my track and all that." And suddenly, she just pulls it out in the quarterfinal, and she's on my tail. And I was like, "Bloody hell!" Yeah, I I enjoyed watching you two battle. Uh, <laughs> I, I think I think you battled a bit too much for my liking. <laughs> I, I I was expecting some sort of family stroke team orders to come over. I was going to say come over the headset. We don't have headsets in our nationals, do you? Yeah, they haven't voted a mini as of yet. Hopefully at the AGM. I don't personally use the headsets because um, I just get a bit too distracted. Plus my dad likes shouting down them. Not at me, but he just goes, oh, for God's sake, you crush. You've ruined it. <laughs> so I just go. Wow, sounds just like my dad. <laughs> yeah, it does. So, so then you sort of go, oh, dad, shut up. And you just end up losing, you just end up losing yourself the race. So I don't really use the headsets myself. Okay. But you've got no problem with anybody else using them? Yeah, no, completely no problem at all. I mean, um, some people are hard of hearing. Like I, I am, I've had, I've had a couple operations in my ears. I still don't use them, but I do get why people use them because they could be, you can't really hear. And also in places like DXR or something where there's the echo of the cars, you just, um, it just really helps. It just re- sort of really helps you understand your pit man. And also you can discuss strategy and stuff like that. It adds another sort of aspect to it, which is which sort of brings the sport slash hobby into the 21st century. If you get what I will. Yeah, definitely. I think they look pretty cool. So you, you've mentioned your pitman a, f- a few times. So your pitman's your dad, Mick Craddock. 
Yeah, um, I think. How, how do you argue with that? Um, <laughs> what, like after a race or something? Yeah, when he says you did this, do you go, "No, I didn't. It was your fault." To be honest, I like it's all in the. I, to be honest, over the part, like over the past year or so, I've sort of matured to that. Like I've sort of just gone, yeah, okay, he knows better. Just go. <laughs> I'll just go away, take a walk, and I'll come back. That's what I do. That's what I've done a lot in this season because, as I said, it was just like the what ifs. It's just little frustrations. And and so, do you feel like that? Do you feel like you've just got you happier because you know you've got a hundred percent confidence? You know, other people would say this. I would, you know, agree. You might, you, you might have have the world's best pitman looking after you. Yeah, um, I feel I feel really honoured, um, <laughs> especially with someone that's as average as me. Having someone like that, it's really good for feedback too. Because he, as people say, he's he knows the car like the back of his hand, and ever and everything like that. I can literally just come into the pits, tell him tell him what the car's doing. Like I don't even have to say what's wrong. I can just go, the car's understeering, and he'll just he'll just work. It'll just sort of get his tools out. Oh yeah, and also if you ever come to One Eighth Nationals, just don't touch his toolbox because all hell will break loose. I've done that a couple of times where you put the tool in the wrong way or the wrong in the wrong slot. He'll just go absolutely mental you. So he like it's funny because people ask me, um, "Oh, why don't you wrench your car or anything?" Because he just won't let me. He won't let me anywhere near his pit mat or anything like that. He'll. Just, <laughs> I just have to stand there and watch. Don't wow. argue. That's sometimes the best. <laughs> but I like watch, it. I like to... watch the master at his job. Don't try to interfere. <laughs> I I do love I do love watching it, but I do love doing it myself. Just could see so you can learn the car a bit more. You can sometimes I'll just ask, "Oh, what if you do this bit, and what will that do?" And you just learn that. And eventually, it will just help you in the future. Well, Joey, I've got a great plan. I think go on. you you should go to the KO Show Masters next year, and then Mick yeah. can spanner for you. Yeah, and Taro can do his own wrenching. And that's ace. Mick's also going to build me a car yeah? and chew uh, me an engine. Yeah, <laughs> Taro, Taro, Taro's going to make this happen. You got you got to put some results in, Joey. Let's go. Let's get it done. Let's get it sorted. DQ and win the next national and we'll do it. Which national am I meant to be DQing? Any, any of them. Literally any oh, of so them. So your dad told me this like 10 years ago if I DQ <laughs> or I made like an 8 scale A final like kosher would factory sponsor me and I'm like yeah because that's going to happen. We don't hand stuff out for free Joe. you got to work for it. Well, you need to start working for it then. We we at Car Show we instill work ethic into our team. Uh, I'd just like to point out I've made uh, regular A finals at every meeting I've been to with uh, my Car Show car. What about the last nationals last year? In the, in the last in the last three months, I've made A finals. What position well, no did you finish in? <laughs> yeah, uh, finishing finishing wasn't so strong, but well, I finished sixth sixth the other week. 
Six out of seven. Weekend. That's really good, Joey. Hey, it's all about being in the A final. It's all about taking part. That's why yeah, every, everyone gets everyone gets a medal for taking part. Yeah, let, let's not cut this off and send it off to Yuchi Kanai. No, as, as part of your application, boss. So what I'll do is I'll uh, avoid talking to you about going to Matakosha Masters, and I'll just text your sister or your dad. Yeah. Um. Well, I'm the I'll sibling. That, I'm the si- I'm the sibling that doesn't really exist. So you got exactly. So why am I bothering? Why am I even asking you? <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> I I don't work. However, don't you work. you do need to get on. To, you need you need to get on to your dad and ask me ask him where my t-shirt is. Um, I think it still went in the factory. We've got to tailor it to your size. Oh, <laughs> oh, <excellent. laughs> oh my god! <laughs> oh. Joey, Joey, they're trying to make one that doesn't make it look like you got boobs. That's what oh they're trying to god. do. No, what oh, we're doing? That... We're doing we're doing car sports bras soon, Joey. So, would you like me to put you on the pre-order list? I'm gonna I'm gonna punch you. I've not been funny of all the. Of all the abuse we were going to give Joey this week, it was purely about his hair. But, you know, <laughs> we haven't even got to that yet. And we'll... Don't worry, Joe. We haven't forgotten. Please tell me that's for <laughs> <laughs> Um, I must admit, I did yes. see, though, there are, there are some new K.O. Show American option house K.O. Show retro t-shirts. They are smart. I'm definitely going to try and get those. Yeah, all those retro RC shirts all look great when they get re-released. Um, <laughs> surprised so... you, I, I'm surprised you lot haven't haven't done what 98 percent of the RC community does and asked me about my trousers. So you're doing good so far. Taro, on a totally unrelated uh, sort of topic, uh, what about your trousers? <laughs> are, they, are these the ones that are painted on? Oh yeah, the painted on trousers. Oh, I remember Blackpool National. I had um, basically I wear um, as like a a fashion statement, if you will, like um, check suit trousers. And um, I accidentally forgot all my jeans because I'm not very I'm not very good at my memory. So um, I accidentally I literally left all my jeans on the bed, but I took all my t-shirts. So for the next day in Blackpool, I had to wear these bra- like these brown checked. These brown check suit trousers, and everyone was giving me absolute shit about it. <laughs> people were just t- people would just come up and go, "Are you going to tear your foot free then?" Or, or <laughs> well, well, the question is, if you forgot all your trousers, how did you randomly have a set of brown check trousers in your? Because it was the it was the ones I was wearing on the Friday. <laughs> so, but I managed. I managed to, you know, teamwork. We all chip in together. Luckily, um, my pitman, um, Chris Smith, also known as Biff, um, managed to actually bring a spare pair. So, and luckily, because he lost a load of weight, he's actually the same size. So, it was sort of a, it was sort of a god, godsend on Sunday that I. <laughs> it was an absolute godsend. Are you sure they're not, they weren't your sisters in disguise? Yeah. Oh, I've heard that one a million times. I, that meme being circulated about me, I think it was at DXR. I was getting someone's cut car. It was like, damn, my sister's trousers are so tight. <laughs> <laughs> when you come, out the, you come onto the, out the pit lane. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, dear. 
Oh, uh, dear, dear. That has been the bane of my existence ever since my, about April this year. Well, don't worry, mate. Only about a handful of I was people running, listen to this, I'm, so you're I'm, fine. I'm, su- I'm surprised, to be honest, the camera got me because I was running rapidly. I was like Sonic the Hedgehog. Gotta go oh, fast. Yeah. Oh, I remember I was... that now. Yeah, I remember the video. Yes, it's perfect. <laughs> I was going very fast. Well, I didn't get hit by a car and made it on, and didn't make it onto the Daily Mirror, so it was a bit of a mission failure. Yeah, well, yeah, that, I'm poor, sure... that poor guy. That poor boy. Bless him. Maybe Joey can hit you with a 1-8 in France. Mate, I'll hit you with a brush. I, t- tell you what, in that track of France, I lich- I got hit in the arse. <laughs> I got hit. That's, that's how much the cars fly. Like, there's a jump at the back where there's, a, there's like a chicane at the back and there's this huge jump. Like You're, you're probably jumping about five foot into the... You're probably jumping about five foot full chat. Like It's full chat from a back like a rip a back straight and i literally i was marching an e-buggy the uh, e-buggy main and i just felt like this mp9 go into my butt <laughs> so <laughs> when i was telling people i was like what i was like yes i've got like i literally had a bruise in my ass for about like seven days and afterwards an mp9 shaped shock tower bruise yeah, and and they're impossible to bend. <laughs> so they, they, did, pretty, uh... they they went and um, that's pretty good advertising there. Glad I said that. I loved one. it. Yeah, well done, <laughs> and mate. So there's you one eighth. Will you be doing much one tenth over the winter, or do you stay outside and do one eighth? I'm gonna try. I'm gonna try to. Um, I'm disastrously awful. Like I've been trying to make the MKGP for the last two years, but every time my uni, my uni decides to do a deadline on the Friday, so I could, I can't do practice. And guy, it's not going on this year because it's actually one that they didn't schedule a deadline on. So um, I'm gonna try and do a carpet clash, but that's got a lot of demand this year. So. I might, um, I might try and do a cu- I might try and do a couple silverstones. I'll probably have to drive to that. Bane of my, <laughs> it's all, it gets a bit worse when you're driving. Um, so, but you've um, got so whereabouts? So, I, I, so you're sort of southeast. So when you I'm, say carpet I'm, clash, is that the Essex carpet clash? Yeah, Essex carpet clash. Yes. It's tiny. I looked like, on a map. That looked like it was in the middle of London to me. <laughs> I think it's just within the M25. So, so, so the a... middle of London to me. <laughs> I've been to the middle of London, and that ain't near London. Right, okay. For us northern <laughs> boys, it is. But anything inside the M25, I'm sure it's not far from the palace and the Houses of Parliament and all these things. <laughs> Only I'm like sure. 30 miles away, but... Yeah, shouldn't be a problem, mate. Mate, um, you've been great. Um, would you like to thank your sponsors before we let you go? Um, okay. Uh, I'd like to thank Kaya Show, probably because of my dad. Um, I probably wouldn't be here without without Kaya Show. They actually just got me. Or, into your, da- or your dad? You wouldn't you wouldn't be here without your dad? Yeah, life life. I'm a lot. That's my lifetime sponsor, pretty much. Um, I'd like to thank Red's Engines. Um, they they do a lot of good work behind the scenes, even though they get. I don't get why people like slating them, but I think that's what happens when you win a lot. Um, so and they've got pretty good engines. Uh, AK Tires. They they support 
support me a lot. I was talking to Gil Losey a lot over the past weekend. Pretty nice people, passionate about a hobby, and also make a pretty good tyre. So, um, who else? I, I forgot Samwa. Samwa. Um, they make a pretty damn good stick radio or chopsticks. Chopsticks. Um, <laughs> the old chopsticks. Uh, I, I can't actually remember all my other sp- if I'm actually sponsored okay, and, by any other people. And so <laughs> when you, as, as the last one, as, as you get on a, a roster with a 180 national, who are you always looking to beat? Who am I always looking to beat? Yeah. Um, the first corner. Uh, probably, probably the person that, probably someone pretty famous, I guess. Like, I got a pretty good kick out of myself when I beat Lee Martin at, at a qualifying round at Shrewsbury. I was right. pretty happy. I like beating. I like sort. I get a little kick from beating the big names, which I rarely ever do. But but that's your thing. You think maybe I could beat one of these? Yeah. I, <laughs> yeah. One day. But I guess time's running out for me. I'm 21 now. I feel <laughs> I haven't wow. got many years of my prime left in me. <laughs> and if this is my prime, then. Might as well retire. Um, I'll see you guys in the retirement home. Yeah, we will be there a lot earlier than you. Make make sure the sofa's warm and you put on a bit of Strictly. Mate, you you'll watch Strictly. Joey will watch the Bake Off. Bake Off's pretty fine. The Bake Off's pretty good. Is that um is that Royal Navy woman still in it? She better have won. Let's not have any Bake Off chat now because it's being recorded so I can watch it tomorrow. Oh, I'm not allowed I'm, to spoil Bake Off. I need to watch the whole series, so. Okay. All right, mate. Thanks very much for your time. I will speak to you again soon. It's all right. I'll, I shall see you soon in the retirement home. Have <laughs> a nice night. See you, mate. <laughs> see you later. See ya. Well, that was great speaking to Taro and his. Um, lovely American holiday and um, we spoke briefly as he left and he then wheeled off about three or four things he forgot to mention so I'm sure we'll get Taro back um, so all we really need is uh, we need Mick and Michelle on now to get the entire Craddock family done yeah um, yeah that's if true. nothing else just to secure Joey's place at the Kyosho Masters <laughs> <laughs> That's, yes. you know, we, we'll mention that as many times as we mention Factory Fred's racing glue. I love Factory Fred's glue. Joey, are you, a big, are you a big fan? I'm, I'm definitely a two thumbs up kind of fan. Mate, that's yeah. awesome. That's awesome. It's epic. I've, I've, uh, um, I've I glued my tyres yesterday. To the table? No, no, <laughs> I, I'm pretty good. We're using Factory Fred's glue. Uh, nice. I'm looking forward to it. Hopefully they'll stay on the wheels. Luckily, someone like Chris Cherry will check them out for me. So anyway, guys, most important of all is um, you two actually went to the same race meeting but never raced each other. I know. Yeah. It's nice, isn't it? Did you work more as a team? Uh, well, we put it together. I wouldn't say we... Uh... Massively helped each other out, but we gave each other uh, 
support, guidance, and yeah, support and abuse. So yeah. was it round two of the Mams? Yes. And how did we get on? Uh, Martin, you can start. Oh, wow. How did I get on? Yeah, I qualified second in the A and finished second in the A. Got my ass kicked by Doddy in the final. But I did not qualify him in one round with his old car. That was quite funny. Yeah. That was my day. Yeah, he really wasn't happy about that when I was chatting to him on Sunday. No, that was nice. I enjoyed that bit. And then he just went, I'm just going to kick your ass now. And he did. Right. Okay. So, uh, was that just that your first time out with your L1? That was, yeah, well, well, with his old L1. Yeah, it's first time out. I was, I was really impressed with it. It's a nice car. Okay. Um, so I'll try and, get out, try and get it out again next weekend now. Let's see if it's that good. So is that, is that your plan, Martin, then? You're going to try and run, like, four-wheel drive outdoors and two-wheel drive yeah, indoors? Yeah, that's exactly the plan. That sounds pretty sensible. Whereas Joey's going to be yeah. hardcore and race two-wheel drive just outdoors, aren't you, right? Yes. Well, unless obviously something happens considerably that I have to go indoors, but yeah, outdoors all winter season should be the plan. You'll be a um, a wet, wet and cold weather specialist. How did you go, mate? Pro. Uh, my went actually really, really well. Um, I can't argue with the result. I can't really argue with my driving either. So. And uh, was your Kyosho RB7 really well behaved? Phenomenal. Absolutely phenomenal. Make any changes? Uh, yeah, well, considering it was the week before we went to Stockfold and it was hammering it down with rain, so obviously everything was wet-based. Uh, car started off really well and then just managed to just, ch- as it dried, as Kidderminster does, it dries quite well, uh, just stuck a standard sort of dry setup on. Smashed it. Where'd you end up? Uh, qualified ninth in the in the A and finished tenth. Unfortunately. Oh, was that your own fault or did someone take you out? Uh, no, I, I I got off to a good start. Um, I think I got to myself to like sort of six, seventh or six or seventh. Um, but then the rear end of the car just sort of felt really, really sort of like yeah, it was more like a pendulum effect. Um, and I didn't know what was going on. And then it, f- it turns out that the um, screws into the chassis that hold the gearbox to the chassis had worked themselves loose. <sighs> so obviously the whole rear end was just sort of slopping about. And didn't you blame that on your dad? Yeah, it was dad's fault. Yeah, I thought so. <laughs> that was going to be... That's, that is John's fault. There's, you know, there's no point no, in uh, if he's not going to check that. I think, oh, I know, because I, 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 I put the gearbox back together when we put it back in the car, because we, cho- we we changed from a ball diff to a gear diff, sort of, sort of mid, uh, round two, round three, start of round three, I think. Oh, did um, it dry up that much? Uh, well, for me, I felt like I needed it to. Um, I don't know what anyone else did. I don't know if... if if like the Hall brothers or or Yardy and that lot went to ball uh, gear diff as well, but I felt that the track had sort of gone that way. Okay, smashed it, mate. Well done. Who are you racing? Fair, 
Who were you rating at the back of the A? Uh, James Evans was... Uh, he qualified 10th. Uh, who else? Uh, I think I got, I got up to just behind sort of Alex Hayward. Was doing quite well behind Alex. I, I think there was a few times where I could have stuck a move on Alex, but I just uh, just got a bit too happy and crashed. Oh. Or whatnot. But it was good. I mean, I can't argue. It's two two rounds of the Mams and it's two A finals. So I had a look on the results today and I've managed to somehow creep to fifth overall at the minute. So, Mate, that's good. But both of you are going to have to uh, up your games in the um, in the MAM series because if we want to get Pete Lyons and Haywood on as a sort of a joint 300 extra lap or as someone once said to me today um, one less lap is their favourite name <laughs> of this podcast I saw uh, that <laughs> um, so if we want to do that then you guys have really got to pull your socks up and beat Haywood He's he's very quick. I'll, I'll give him his due. He's very quick. Yeah, he's mate, old he's... Hayward. And Lightning Chris. And now, of course, a, a CML driver with his new job. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, you know, I'm sure the team will just get better and better. And and more and more fancy internet pictures. Um, yeah. Guys, well, well I, I didn't go racing this weekend, but I went racing... Um, Last week, I managed to get my actual cougar laid down onto a track. Yay. Um, yay. I went all the way up to MB. Very lucky. Managed to sort my diary out. So that wasn't too bad. And turned up to MB. Really lucky. I had um, sat next to uh, one of my very friends, Colin Kershaw. And then the um, main man himself, Paul Crompton, just strolls in. Um, I made sure he, he sat go, up. Did he? Oh, he didn't go sit somewhere else then. Oh no, he sat. He had no choice. I said, "Crompton, you can sit there." Um, mm-hmm. Full factory support from the man himself. Um, it was really good. Can't, you know, I, the, the short version of this is when I was just doing. I think we did three heats and a final at MB on a Wednesday night at that just amazing indoor venue. Um, I, I was just just checking the car was going to go for five minutes. Um, I think the first round I went out and my slipper was so loose when it came back. Crompton turned it seven times. Wow, seven times. And he's literally st- and he's like, "Have you loosened this?" And I'm going, "No, just put it on. Look fine." So I, that was I was struggling coming out the corner. Um, then he, well, I don't think he did anything else. I think that was his main thing. He, he made sure it was nice and flat for me. Uh, checked the customers and cambers. And then I just went out and just tried laps. Just and I, and I did okay during the heat. Because anytime any one of the quick guys came up to me, I just literally let them pass. Because I was just going to see if I could make sure it did five minutes. And it did. Um, but then when it got to finals, when I thought, well, actually, oh, hang on. Oh, second in this. I think I was in the C. Uh, I'm sitting second in the same going, oh, hang on. Oh, I could, I could beat some of these people now. Uh, you know, I was um, in a final with my good mate, Rob Orne, and so I'm thinking, oh, I've got to make sure I beat Rob. And, and of course, Neil Lewis. Yeah. Um, and then, the, so the mistake I made is I, 
I didn't put a new set of tyres on, but I put a newer set of tyres on. And so the first time I went around on the corners, one of the corners a bit quicker, she just rolled. And I'm going, oh, that's me putting new tyres on. If only I'd just left it alone. It was great. Um, it okay. did a nice, easy five minutes, and it's all looking good. So I'm ready to go to Berry next week on Sunday, or this Sunday. Um, so that'll be a great meeting. I think Berry's full. So if you can't get into Berry, then you should probably, if you're in the Northwest, you should probably book into um, Ulverston and South Lakes. One of those has got a meeting on. Go and do that. We'll use two. Um, I'm going to go to Mendip if it's dry and maybe Torch if it's wet. Okay. And Joe, have you got a weekend off? I have a blank weekend. Uh, yes. As okay. I will be taking the missus away. Another holiday. How good got to time earn those, is he? You've got to earn those brownie points. You have to earn the brown. I've, I think I've done enough brownie point earning over the last few weeks so I can hopefully get into racing, which, as there's no real Southport indoor news, will probably be something like Berry and probably MB on a Saturday for me. Um, no. Just carpet all the way, Joe. Ugh. Carpet. See how many shims <laughs> I can get under me in a rear link. That seems to be the, uh, the feedback I have. Six, you know, six mil? Six. Well, I was only on four, Joe. Oh. So everyone just tells me to put more on. I have gone to a slightly longer rear link because Alex no, no, Carter no, told no. me to. Nobody tells you to put more on. They tell you you're a moron. Yeah, that was it, mate. That was it. <laughs> it, it was the accent. It was the accent. Um, nice little there. So I slipped that, that one in there. Well done, mate. Um, we should make sure... I think that's us all done. Uh, we're probably running a bit late, so we can probably say thank you and goodbye if, we've forgotten, if we haven't forgotten anything. Taking that yeah, no. Yeah, we're so, good. Ma- Martin, do you want to thank your sponsors? Uh, I'd like to thank, thank John at uh, RC Octane for all his help and uh, Schumacher. And you, Joe? Oh, are you ready for this? I'm ready. Uh, <sighs> the usual guys, Kosher UK, PBM Racing, Factory Fred Racing, Screws for RC. Uh, one I keep forgetting all the time, and I should really remember it, uh, Red's Racing, and uh, Kevin Inside Line, and then obviously, yeah. m- more importantly, me old man. Yeah, so I suppose you being the uh, top Red's boy in the country now, mate, you're getting... Loads of questions about your new speedos. Um, I've had a few. There we go. If you've got any questions to do with a, a red speedo, message Joe. Or any speedos, just message Jerry. <laughs> yeah, that's it. If you've got a problem with an LRP, don't go to Jürgen. Nah, go straight to, to Joe. Yeah. Um, hey, yeah. Jer- that... hey, Jer- go on. Jerry. Jerry. Yeah. Jerry. Yeah. I know you probably hear this every day, but I'm the biggest fan. Oh, thanks, darling. That's all right. I've even got the underground stuff you did with Scam. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Oh, dear. 
And we have generally <laughs> got through the entire thing without talking about Joey's really bold hair choice for the weekend, mate. I'm digging yeah. your new style. Thanks. Um, yeah. You know, shall we? Uh, shall we? Shall we tell the podcast world what uh, Martin, your wife, said? Oh yeah, she said you look like a fat nail crag. <gasps> so, uh, so if 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 Neil is listening, direct your hate to, to Martin's wife. Craggy's never had blonde hair. No, but but Joey's copied his glasses. I haven't copied his. They're generically just glasses. No, you didn't. No you way. Me you wanted glasses like Neil because he's really no. Fat and you thought it would make no, I fat. didn't. No, yes, I didn't did. say I want the glasses exactly like Neil. Did, did you go with the picture and say just glasses, just like those? He did, yeah. Yeah, I've got one of these like cardboard cutouts, like 20, 25 centimeters. Just, just thank God, Neil's never had really shit hair like yours. Oh, I'm sure in Neil's back in Neil's younger days, I'm sure he's had some crazy haircuts. Mate, I, 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 I'm a big fan. I'm a big fan. I think you, it, you look very smart. I look younger as well. A lot of people said I look very young. Like it a young shows, Jimmy. Yeah, it shows your natural beauty off really well. Wow. So Hayden's coming on to me now. Well, hey, Jerry. Jerry. Yeah. I've got a room full of your posters and your pictures now. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, oh dear, guys. Okay, right. Well, uh, to, to try and end this, I will, of course, thank uh, the Schumacher family for looking after for me, uh, for all that stuff that TQ models sort out. For, you know, I've really enjoyed um, Trish's YouTube videos. Oh, they're brilliant. You need to like and share all his videos. They're great. You need to like and share all of Trish's videos um, and any other videos that come out please like and share this podcast please like and share all the podcasts uh i did really enjoy this week's episodes of the 300 uh when they had trish on uh and dom and i thought there's some really good bits about schumacher and sort of what their focuses are so you know after you've listened to this definitely check out the 300 this week it's a really good show is that okay boys can we say good night yeah, I'm sure we... Yeah, I don't see why not. Okay, guys. Night-night. Thanks for your time. See you later.